You're all poured and everything. Well, I asked you if you wanted me to pour you a beer, and you said no. That's more of a grunt, but... (laughs) (laughs) We all know what that body language means. Sure. All right. So maybe they can have access to this beautiful pour that's about to happen, you know? You just want me to pour like a rookie so you can make fun of me. No, I don't. You know what's happened to me today? I've taken (laughs) shit for every fucking thing I've done today. Let's make it about you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, boy. And I really need a beer. I hope this beer doesn't suck. Yeah, so today we have this uh, New Belgium Golden IPA. It's called Voodoo Ranger. It's got some, some tropical fruit and some regular kind of fruit flavors in there. Uh, but the cool thing about it is that the, the hops that they use, they actually use mosaic hops and Amarillo hops. So... It's pretty fancy, pretty smooth, pretty darn tootin' awesome, from what I hear. Yeah, darn tootin'. So, gotta give it a smell test. Oh, it's 7% ABV, by the way. So, a uh, big fan of the uh, New Belgium uh, fat tire. So, put in nuts. I'm gonna talk into my beer and sip my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Got I gave it the sniff test. It smells kind of fruity. It smells like beer. But all right, we gotta we gotta give it a, a doozy. Ooh, they have a Snapchat <laughs> and a barcode. <sighs> ah. All right, New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. Cheers, cheers. Gentlemen. It's not terrible. It's smooth. Pretty darn tootin' <clears throat> smooth, I'd say. And it's not it's not an IPA that punches you in the throat. It's not overpowering, which is like, nice. It's light. It's a light IPA finish, but you can still tell it's an IPA. Mm-hmm. You can still smell it's an IPA. It's like the future <laughs> of light beer. Light beer with flavor. There's nothing light about this beer. Yeah, I know. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, I, d- I disagree about the, the, uh, the lightness. Uh, food range is pretty popular. For them. Yeah, I've, I've seen it around. Uh, the taps are around. Like if uh, you, you go to like a really cool bar that actually has uh, craft brewing, Voodoo Ranger will be uh, will be available. I've had Voodoo Ranger before. Almost positive. I might have actually even rated it on the show before, but that's, <laughs> oh that's, wow, that's like way too long ago <clears throat> to remember that. Eighty-three shit. episodes ago. Maybe. <laughs> it's actually possible. Well, Chris, once, once we get, I, I can't wait till we get to hundred because I just get to restart at one again. <laughs> I've never tried any of these beers before in my life. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? Get a rate it. Well, it's got a nice color. <laughs> this is a this is <laughs> this is a very uh, this is a very um, 
exciting review. It, it does have a nice color. Doesn't it? It's, it's, it's gorgeous. Like, like it's that, gorgeous. That is a beer. Like yeah. that is literally the color of beer. Right. It's good. <laughs> uh, well, that's debatable. I like dark. <clears throat> I'm just saying, like, like a like nice a, amber like red. A, um, like a, oh, beer. Yeah, me too. Um, it's smooth. It's silky. Um, it's uh, appropriate. Listen, I'll rate the beer the way he I want to rate the beer. He keeps yelling at me. I was talking to him. Sorry, um, Dad. It definitely doesn't like overhop you. I said I don't. I don't I'm not, I, like, I love IPAs, but I don't like IPAs <clears throat> that are like overly hoppy. Um, I can tell it's strong. Which is fine. Just you know, it just means you don't down a pint like in two minutes, like an a-hole. That's fine. It's, a, it's an enjoy. It's an enjoyer. I'm an a-hole. Um, no, <laughs> I'm no. A I'm a b-hole. When I when I say it's not hoppy, it doesn't have that that funky aftertaste. Yeah, like at the back, it doesn't, like. it doesn't have like the burning sensation. It doesn't. It doesn't. Sit at the back of your throat. It doesn't taste like you're uh, drinking grass, which I which I like. It doesn't feel like your tongue is coated in something heavy. You definitely tell it's like fruity. It's not quite like a fruit like a New England style <laughs> IPA. Which is uh, like like hazy and fruity mm. and <clears throat> yeah, this is this is really clear. Like you can tell there's no. So it's like it's almost weird because it has like that same after finish, like like a New England IPA with that nice hazy fruity finish, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Yeah, it's a, it's like a it's a little drier. It's like a it's like a drier <sighs> haze. Excuse me. Can I call you back in two minutes? Sweet. Love you. Love you. Bye. So this is what happens when you gain yourself a fiance. <clears throat> she starts to call in the middle of the podcast. Yep. So, what would you rate it? Hmm. I'm trying to decide if I want to actually rate it as like an IPA, like like overall like IPAs or overall as like a beer, because I, I think I usually go overall as a beer. Um, in all honesty, I mean probably mm, three point five, maybe four. I'll meet you in the middle. Three seven five. Three seven five. Because you know what? It's it's good. It's fine. It's good. It doesn't blow me away. I'm not gonna drink that and be like, oh man, <clears throat> I need more Voodoo Ranger. <clears throat> cool name. Cool can. If you're into the visual thing, eat stuff. Well, <laughs> cool. well, that would be that Isn't would like be this party? version of the can. There's so many versions of Voodoo Ranger. Like it comes out with like different artwork. Like a park like, Ranger. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll stand by my score. Three seven five. Yeah. Well, as as a not IPA uh, individual, um, I I actually fairly enjoy this for the most part. It like we said doesn't have that gnarly back of the throat. Right. And that's what I don't like about it. Yeah. Like, and it just, it sits there, and it sits there, and it's right. like, yeah. Um, this is one of the better ones. Um, yeah. I, I would, I would honestly, I'd go with a four, is what I would go with, because it's hmm. from an IPA standard. I yeah. mean, from what my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I actually enjoy this, so. Uh, maybe I'm just in a weird mood. Maybe. I'm in a weird mood. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not really a fan of IPAs at all, unless they're, like, hazy and fruity and... Not IPAs, yeah. Um, I like sessions, you know. I like, but anyway, uh, I, I'd actually give this a five. Really? Because I could drink this regularly. Uh, I could, I could go bottoms up on this bad Larry, quite often. I think it's smooth, and I think it's, I don't know, it's like a refreshing IPA because it's. So like, this is like a beer that you could bring to your beer friends and be like, "Look, I drink real beer like a real man." <laughs> I'm much. a real boy. <laughs> much. Oh, I'm not a puppet. 
not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> You're a monster. Alright, so we brought an IPA and I'm the lowest rating. Yeah, see what happened? That makes it well maybe it's because I'm just being overcritical today. It could be. Oh. Sorry. Alright, kids. Sorry sorry, New Belgium. You heard it from us. Love you. Got a four point two five average rating. <laughs> and a half. Yeah, who puts Sweet. two numbers in? Plus tax. That's a beer review. Thank you. Plus tax. Heavy metal headlines. Welcome to the Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed our beer review of the New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger. You know, I feel like I was a little bit harsh on that. I might upgrade my, <laughs> my, my I might upgrade my score to at it's least. Like, a f- it's like the, the when you vote. It's once, at least once, a four. Once it's in, you can't take it back out. Well, at least a four. At least a four. All right. Okay, so unofficially, it's going to be at least a four. But since Anthony's being a dick and he's not going to let me change my my nope. my, my score, uh, I regret nothing. <laughs> I mean, I don't regret it. It is what it is. I just feel bad for the New Belgium people because you know what? Maybe I was in a mood like five minutes ago. So you made me lie to the camera. Oh boy! Really? It got an average of four point one third point three 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 repeating. You know what? I almost think should happen. I think you should just hand me my Mortal Kombat game, and I'll just do that while you guys do this. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> as long as you turn down the volume. I do again. Oh wait, that's that's that the second? wrong game. That, that's that? what? That's Street Fighter. That one. Oh boy. I don't know. They're all the same. This yeah, I said this it. This is how it's gonna start. Fight me. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> that you guys are the only ones that are really gonna play. Oh. I'm, I, I retract my previous statement. <clears throat> Can't take it back. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> all right, we got we got a sad we got sad disappointing news that we have to uh, we have to discuss, and I will let uh, Anthony uh, lead this uh, conversation if uh, if you will, sir. Yeah, I suppose I can. So, fuck. So. <laughs> that edit, catch you off guard? Editing, you know. editing on the fly. Um, so, we unfortunately have lost a legend. And a legend that's close to my heart. Um... We have lost the the mighty uh, Neil Pert of the Rush band. Um, if you've ever seen, I mean, him in general, I mean, he's, I can't even, like, say it myself and actually mean anything. I mean, if anyone knows Rush, they know Neil Pert. I mean, he's like the the iconic man behind it. Um, but uh, he passed away Tuesday, January 7th, Santa Monica, California, age 67. Um, and according to a family spokesperson, the cause was actually brain cancer, which uh, he had been quietly bal- uh, battling for three and a half years, which is kind of is interesting because, uh, I want to see a year to two years ago, he actually retired from music altogether to be with his family. So it kind of makes sense now. Like, it's like, well, now we kind of know why he was doing yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, unfortunately, we're going to start hitting that time where all these big, big name people are going to start dropping off. Just, that's life. I mean, there's not much you can do about it, unfortunately. I mean, 67, and honestly, that's still pretty young. Yeah, right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's too young. Yeah. Um, Is anybody else, like, surprised he was only 67? 
Yeah. Or is that just me? No, I was no. I was surprised. Not it was really. Uh, I felt really bad. Was you like 14 when Rush started, or when did Rush start? When, oh Jesus! I gotta do math now. Depends. Uh, well, on. let's see. I'll look, I'll look it up while you're talking. Like um, Rush hour. They've been friends for over and bandmates for over 45 years. That helps it all. Mm. Yeah, but did you know that he was actually the second drummer for that band? So throughout his whole time in that band, even 40 years, they still called him the new guy. Really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but when you only have one new guy. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Unfortunately. Since 1974. Okay, that makes sense. So that's. Yeah. So if I'm doing years. if I'm doing my quick math, 20 cents, 40. Um, I mean, if, if you've physically actually seen his, his drum set, I mean, that thing goes all the Crazy. way the fuck around him. Yeah. All the way the fuck around him. Uh, the kind of neat thing about this, um, so obviously they're a Canadian band. Um, so his drum set was actually donated to supply every public school music department in Canada. That's awesome. Which, I mean, if this was America, they would have sold it to some guy with a lot of money. Unfortunately. But yeah, the fact that, that his stuff is actually going to a good cause and it's music-based. Um, evidently, there are currently two cargo ships heading toward Vancouver carrying most of his kids. No. <laughs> wow. Figure that shit out. Um, 1968 is when Rush started, so he was 16 years old yeah, when that, Rush became a band. That makes sense. That's crazy. Now, granted, he didn't join until mm-hmm. he was 22, but he was 16 years old when Rush became a band. That's nuts. Um, so... Back going to the the uh, donation, um, so they expect to start breaking down the drum kits and dividing it across uh, 1,500. I'm sorry, 15,500 public schools, oh. uh, which should give each classroom at least three pieces of equipment, uh, with hundreds of symbols left over. I mean, that's that's, that's, pre- that's pretty. I mean, <laughs> how many with 45 years of? I mean, yeah, worth of drum kits. I mean, ask Marcus how many symbols were in his I, back room. I can't even imagine what your graveyard <laughs> would look like if, if forty five years. If you played drums for forty five years, like there would be like a landfill like dedicated to your symbols, and that's just from fucking <laughs> rehearsal. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I wonder how many symbols he's cracked. Yeah, it's like all, one all a day. Yeah, literally. And then we play it until like the shrapnel like injures somebody, and then we decide to get a new one. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, un, you know, he was an inspiration to any any drummer, you know, who who kind of researched and you know, and un, it's it's sad, it's it's unfortunate. Um, I mean, it's a terrible way to start a decade. I mean, yeah, it's not a that's good. That's for one. sure, because I mean, um, we could actually like if we did if we did a look back on like the last decade, which you know, upcoming episodes, like we'll 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 dive like further into this, but. The last ten years has not been good to us. No, when no, it comes to really. when it comes to losing, uh, losing legends, and so the first thing that the the twenties are going to take from us is like Neil Peart. No, no, it's like God, uh, and it's it's not even just the drummers, man. It's like one of those things. It's like you know, it's like ultimately like overall respect kind of a thing from like yeah. the metal community. Like if you're a, if you're a, you don't even have to be a metal musician. If you're a rock musician. You you know Neil Peart, you know Neil Peart's catalog, you know his his solo work, you know his his epic drum solos, his mm-hmm. Yeah, it's some crazy fills, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Like he was just he was just important and I mean that was that was that huge 
the you know the late 60s early 70s like when rock is like becoming like a thing and like mm -hmm. turning into its own thing and mm -hmm. its own thing plus things like kind of a thing like we're we're celebrating the Aussies we're celebrating the the, the pop rock like the Beatles and all that shit and like this is the stuff that like f paved the way for like the rest of it mm -hmm. kind of a thing and I mean he's he's a pioneer he's one of the originals there's no there's no two ways about it um, I mean, as for Rush alone, I mean, I, they've never been, like, my first choice for bands. Like, yeah. I was never, like, super into right. them. Like, I, I like the songs. Like, there's probably, if I had to pick maybe eight songs, I'd probably that I enjoy. You know, I've never really delved into their, their catalog fully. Yeah. But then, though, I mean, the ones that, I mean, the, the entire band is amazingly talented. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, they've never been like my main cup of tea, but they've like there's there's a handful of Rush songs like you hear me like oh yeah it's Rush like it's a classic song it's like it's already in its earned spot you know it's like it's like great like we can we can at least recognize greatness from them right and how exactly they kind of they kind of changed the industry with their sound because it was like a it was just totally different from anything else at that time and that's kind of what mm -hmm. cemented them in in that legacy so they just. They've been literally rocking forever together. Mm -hmm. Same same members. Like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. 67, and mm -hmm. he's probably the youngest one in the band, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, it's just, it's insane, man. Yeah, I mean, Getty Lee alone. I mean, that man is a fucking brilliant man. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> that man is a brilliant yeah, like I, went, look, I went to culinary school and that word school, leave me alone. Um, but no, I mean, it's, again, like I said, it's unfortunate and not a good start to our uh, century here, but. Huge loss. I, uh, man, it just, it really kind of does, it kind of makes you brace for the rest of the decade. Like, <clears throat> we already lost so many, you know, uh, I, a lot of, I mean, a lot of, like, iconic ones. I mean, you had David Bowie. Um, uh -huh. You had, I mean, there was Prince. There was Tom Petty. Uh, there was um, Vinnie Paul. You know, like, all, yep. the, all the big the big ones, Lemmy. too. Lemmy, yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's scary, man. Yeah. Well, I hope some of these people are catching on, though, too, because, like, you know, some of it's old age, and then some of it's... Uh, drinking hard liquor every night of your life mm -hmm. while doing cocaine, and unless you're Aussie, who's genetically proven to have some sort of <laughs> defect, yeah, they yeah. literally tested his blood mm -hmm. to see why he could take so many drugs, and he's like an anomaly. Unless you're Ozzy Osbourne, lay off this stuff, man. Like, there's too many of these people just dying early, and they're all addicts of something, or uh, man, it's not worth it. Um, but there's been um, I've seen a lot from social media. Of uh, tributes already being yeah. thrown in the play. A tool I actually did a big um, drum solo with Danny Carey. Yep. For and, him and uh, stuff like that. There's been a lot of covers <coughs> kind of Dave thrown Grohl, in there. Dave Grohl's Dave Grohl did one. Yep. Fighter show. Yep. Yep. So it's it's been cool. I mean, it's kind of neat how everyone gets together and really shows their appreciation and the respect. I, for I always them. think it's awesome when when other artists will play other people's songs and music because like. Like, aside from artists, it's literally the music that keeps us all together, mm -hmm. you know? Like, and even a, a band as popular as some of these bands that are doing some of these things, like, bands that are, you know, 
arguably way more popular than Rush was, you know? And they can cover them and, and show respect to that. Like, that's just, I, I feel like that's the ultimate respect in the music industry, to know mm -hmm. each other's songs. And it's, it's true. That's something awesome, and truthfully, it's pretty beautiful to see, because it's few and far between that, that people are worthy of that. Mm -hmm. So, this really says something. Very true. So now we now we move on. Unfortunately, play you can do as it goes. Heavy Metal Opera Six Pack presents. Look ahead for the upcoming year. All right. So what we are going to do today. And uh, we uh, kind of kind of similar to what we did last year. We did we did our look ahead last year, and uh, mm -hmm. we're gonna do our look ahead this year. Um, so, a decade is behind us, a new year is ahead of us, and we have a whole new year of stuff. Now, the cool thing that happened last year was like there was a lot of anticipated releases, and it's it was so. it, it was actually <laughs> one of the most like probably one of the most prolific um, anticipated releases that I in recent memory that I can remember. Um, you know, corn, slipknot, cold, tool, kill switch, kill switch came out. I mean, there, there was so much stuff that that was like so important in uh, 2019. So it's really fun to like kind of look ahead and be like, oh, it's a really hard bill if you're gonna say, oh, well, 2020 is gonna be better than 2019. I would say, really? Good luck. Sure. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? So. So we're gonna take we're gonna take an in-depth look at that today. We're gonna this is the look ahead for 2020. Uh, gentlemen, do you want to start with albums or do you want to start with live performances? I have uh, I have an album. Thing I, yeah, here, I'd so. like to go with albums. You want to start with albums? Are you gonna albums? mention one? Hmm? Are you gonna mention one well, album? Well, I have a list of the uh, what's the word anticipated. Ah, uh, yeah. Of so the there's year. probably gonna be a lot. Kinda. Well, it's not many. A couple it's, of overlapping stories. So yeah, that's a good amount. So I won. I won. I have an anticipated list, and I kind of picked out the ones that I thought were were honorable mention. Okay. So, uh, yeah. However, we want to do this. We can just start throwing names out there. Yeah, I have. I, mean, I have can, mine in alphabetical order. I do not. That's fine. I do technically. Technically, I lied. Mine's technically. Um, but I will throw out that in the first three months, just to kind of cut this cut bit out of this year, we already have. A Five Finger album, go figure. <laughs> a Green Day album. <laughs> a Lamb it's of God. It's been three days since we released an album, guys. Yeah, we need to much. release a new one. Uh, a band called Poppy. I'm not aware of that one. Uh, Suicide Silence, Sepultura, and Body Count. That's yeah. just within the first three years. I mean, three months. Sorry, three years. Jesus. The first three years of 2020 are going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I saw Body Count is definitely an anticipated one because they've been on a little hiatus for a little while, and they're working with Amy Lee. Are they? Yeah. They have a they have a bunch of cameos in that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's his What's his face of a uh, hate breed? Jamie, Jamie Jesta. Thank you. Uh, hate breed. Hate breed. Yeah, he uh, he makes a uh, cameo on that. Because he um, he's not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Recap. Ah, whatever. That's fine. So the, fir the first super <laughs> the first super shout out that I will give is for my binky. August burns. Red. August burns red. August burns flames. Now release date <laughs> is, um, as far as I as far as I can tell, still to be determined. Or to be announced, I the should TBA. say. 
Uh, but this is going to be their ninth album. And according to vocalist Jake Loris, it'll be real aggressive and heavy. I mean, not that I'll believe it right. when I see it. Yeah. That's what Amy Lee said about her new album. That's so. what Atreyu said about theirs, and here we are. Obviously, they want people to buy it. <laughs> um, it's gonna I, rock! I am excited for a possible new Ailstorm album, which, again, TBA, uh, to follow up the No Grape But The Sea album, which came out in 2017. It's always into the, I've, the thing about Ailstorm is they've always gotten better with every album. The guitar work... The drums, like it's all just gotten better and more technical as the album's progressed. It's, it's interesting. Yes. It's like it's almost like they uh they kinda like rise up like with their talent level. It's yeah, like, oh it's like we're like way we're like way more talented now, so like let's do like something like way more talented. Mm-hmm. And then it just come out with like something cool and then like they came up with like with like a gem like I'll fuck you with an anchor. Yeah. And the whole world has been changed forever. Yeah, pretty much. I, I call next. <laughs> you're gonna get floppy thirds, and you're gonna like it. Uh-huh. Um, can I, I'd like to throw out like some uh, some old schools if we could. Okay. So um, the, in uh, two, 2020, um, Anthrax yep. is anticipated to have an album, mm-hmm. which Anthrax is uh, self-proclaimed that this will be the best Anthrax album. Of course it was. Of course, for the third time. They're all great. The next one's the best one, though. I actually hope like someday that I I I am afforded the opportunity to say. This next album that we're about to put out is going to be the worst piece of shit that we have ever done in our lives. Can I tell you a quick side story about Anthrax? This, no. this guy that I work with was it's telling not, me that um, he, uh, when he was 19, 20, um, went to see Anthrax, and I forget the other band they saw, but him and his buddy were just hanging out, like because they have that side door near the Palladium, right? Yep. Yeah. And he was wearing an Anthrax shirt. Like an old school one, and like um, the lead singer, I can't remember his name to save my life, opens the side door and kind of peeks in, and he calls him over. He's like, "Hey," he's like talking about the shirt a little bit. He's like, "You, uh, you guys want to come hang out with us in the tour bus?" And they was just like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so literally, they went on the tour bus and just drank beer and did a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Uh, typical rock star. And it's funny because he called his mom and was like, uh, just so you know, we're going to be on the tour bus with Anthrax. She's like, fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> and I'm doing cocaine. <laughs> fuck yeah, you are. Just exactly. be careful. I just thought it was... Don't uh, inhale. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you just I- wipe that off with your nose, bro? Fuck yeah, you are. Hall pass. Yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> you're damn right you're going to do that. All right, oh, so the so the, the other old school that I like to mention, uh, Megadeth, yeah, that's is actually Megadeth. supposed to be coming out in yeah, 2020. follow up with Dystopia. Um, I'm actually going to read off of a. I'm, I'm actually going off of a uh, article off of Revolver Mag here. Uh, Cancer was just a speed bump for Dave Mustaine when the Thrash trail bra- Trailblazer was barely done with chemotherapy. If you guys remember, we actually talked about how he could not fulfill his uh, cruise yep. um, thing. Uh, he revealed to Rolling Stone that his band Megadeth has already has nine really crushing songs mm. demoed, three of which they may unleash sooner rather than later as early offerings. Wonder if that would be like a single kind of a thing. Weird. Hmm. Um, the notoriously controlling Mustaine even let his longtime musical partner Dave Elson take the reins on a cut that Megadeth band leader likens to Kiss Classic. <laughs> Kiss Classic. Beth. Mouth. Words are hard. Mouth. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Lips. So, Megadeth. 
I mean, probably, I've never, I've never. Almost, almost as good as Metallica. That probably excites <laughs> some of you. Wow. Too soon? Wow. <laughs> Too soon? No. Now um, the other big name, I've never been just like, kidding. I've never been a huge, but I know this is like a staple for a lot of people. But the other old timer I would like to bring up would be King Diamond. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I expect, did see that. Is yeah, actually yeah. expected to release in 2020. <laughs> um, An absurdly high pitched sound that he makes. It's so fucking horrifying. So once again, Revolver Magazine. I'll read verbatim. Like in November, King Diamond delighted fans when he dropped <laughs> his first new song in over a decade. So I mean, it's been more than 10 years. Dude. Masquerade of Madness, along with the news that he'd be delivering his 13th solo album in 2020. <laughs> and of course, the 13. Danish corpse paint pioneer announced the LP in his typical maniacal manner. And we quote. For reasons unknown to you, it is clear that you have no way of making it to the Institute on your own at this point, he proclaimed. Therefore, we will bring the Institute to you. It could be for your own good, you know. Um, The last thing I heard King Diamond really bother with was uh, Volbeat has two songs that actually have him in it. So that that was the only time I ever saw him come out of the woodwork, which is interesting. Um, but for are you still going on that one? Okay. Okay. Nope. Um, I want. I actually wanted to bring up Apocalyptica has gonna do something wow. new. Yeah, the last album was 2015, so that's five years ago. Yeah, they haven't um, really done much. It's interesting because since these guys, <laughs> as I've always known them, they just kind of take people to sing for them. Yeah. So. Well, they 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 themselves are instrumental. Right. No. No. no exactly. So yeah, that's what I mean. I know. That's it's so gotta be it's, awful it's for just, them to tour. Like it's gotta be. <laughs> hey, you fifteen guys, come on. We're all gonna split it's this set. Right, like, come on. Okay. But it, it's it's always neat to see who they grab. So that's always kind of cool to see who they'll collaborate with. Gross. And speaking of collaboration, kind of thing, I believe Mike Morton is having a Mark solo. Morton? Sorry, sorry. Mark Mark <laughs> Mark Morton has a has a new EP coming out as well. So more solo shit. Yeah, it's a lot so, of solo stuff this so, year. So, so the master craftsman, like, just keeps going. Look, that dude is super talented. I hope he collabs with like a million other rock artists. That's that guy. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he does. <clears throat> but like, I could listen to Mark Morton songs over and over and over again. Uh, staying in the A department, it says a Treyu on here, which and it also says Avatar, which they came out two years ago. So I don't. I don't feel we're gonna get an album yet. If anything, it's gonna be near the end of the year. Cause it's just too quick. Cause they're still rocking tours. Like it's it's just too quick. I think, especially Avatar. Cause Avatar is pretty, you know, separate. I mean, Treyu, I I can't speak for anymore. Cause who the fuck knows what they're doing anymore? But just drumming and singing as usual. That's it for uh, Dave. You're a new metal guy. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Deftones? Uh, I I actually surprisingly like them. Uh, I didn't really get turned on to them until couple years ago truthfully I have not been the biggest fan at all um, of like I don't know I'm, uh, let's say when, when, when was the last Deftones album you really enjoyed see that's the thing is that I don't really know enough about them to know about their albums okay. so uh, there's that <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm, a good beat. Right, so I'm not like, going to let you, you drown out there. I've, I've, <laughs> I've always known What's your favorite song? of Deftones, but I've never really listened to them. Like, there's never, like, they've never, like, come on my Spotify playlist, or I've never, like, I've never even, like, looked them up. I don't know what their popular song is. I've always heard the name, but I've never done any research. So, 
This is one of those things, like, unfortunately, like, I was, like, when I was growing up, like, Deftones was, like, huge to me. Like, um, Adrenaline and Around the Fur were probably, like, two of the most important albums to me in the 90s. And they kind of lost me at, um, I can't remember what the album was called, The Changes was on. Uh, White Pony just came to me. Strange name, but okay. And then they they kind of shifted from, like, their new metal to, like, more of, like, an alternative, like, of kind of, like, alt rock like kind of a thing and like post grunge so i can't say that i've i followed their <laughs> career but for those of you that you know the 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 fact of the matter is they're still around 2016 they released something called gore which i couldn't tell you anything about unfortunately but 2020 they're coming back and um guitarist steven carpenter i guess who did not contribute a whole lot to the last album is more involved this time. Hmm. Good for them. Yeah. Proud of you, kids. So that was kind of making fun, but there's one other <laughs> band that I'd like to make fun of. Go ahead. So Hatebreed's coming out with an album. <laughs> so they um. I'm gonna start sounding a lot like churches. There's something. There's something about <laughs> you know what? I know there's a lot of diehards out there that love Hatebreed, and there's just something about them that I just love the rag on them. So I've never been a Hatebreed. So they have they had thirty five minutes of free time, so they decided they were gonna put out a full length album. Apparently. Much. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And hold on, let me, I, I have to find this out. Okay, so hardcore figurehead Jamie Jossa is known for his positive inspirational message, but on Hatebreed's eighth album, the follow up to 2016's The Concrete Confessional, he might be getting much darker and much more angry. When the fuck was Hatebreed ever considered a positive <laughs> inspirational inspirational message are you people on fucking crack who Maybe. wrote this who wrote this get his name find him however the lyrics turn out expect the songs to be massive concert ready anthems so he's a one-trick pony it's loud it's fast and it's all short, of his quick all of his like my sex life choruses will have, have the same Sometimes. <laughs> one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. That's like every chorus that he has, plus a whole bunch of fucking yelling in the in between. Uh, I, I can't even count to go. Me either. It's between when and Waffle City. <laughs> um, as Josta has joked, this is priceless. We are now considered arena core. Go fuck yourself, Josta. What a douche. What a, what, a, what a douche. Douche canoe. And then I actually heard like another another quote on this album coming up. This is going to be like heavy, like old school hatebreed. When the fuck did they ever change their sound? <laughs> it's all sounding the same to me. Holy shit. I mean, seriously, if you have an hour and a half of free time, you can listen to all seven of the previous albums. Something to look forward to, kids. This Hate song breed. is awesome. It's forty-five seconds. Pay attention. It's fucking serious, though. There was like I remember they. I actually, I think I actually owned like one of their first two albums, and there was like a half a dozen tracks on it that were a minute or less. Now that sounds like a love life. Like wow, <laughs> wow. I get that a lot. <laughs> like the Flash. And it was like it's pretty much like blah 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 That's good. That's a good rendition. Every hate breed song ever made. Can we isolate that clip? I'll take care of it. Can we tag Jamie? Sorry, bro. We're actually really not. 
It's fine. Um, no, actually, I thank you. I actually hope you conti- you continue with like a really long career because like if there's anybody that I love making fun of more, it's anything Hatebreed because my God, do you suck? That's my thoughts exactly. Um, going in a non-sucky pattern. If here. you like Hatebreed, by the way, I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't um, think I've ever heard one of their songs either. Uh, so Breaking Benjamin, I believe me and Dave actually kind of, sort of, semi started talking about this. On yeah, our, we did on our uh, me and him episode. <laughs> um, yeah, gross. Yeah, right. Well, that was after. I get gross. <laughs> not, not, not the point. Um, uh, so the Aurora uh, album is, I, I believe, when he was talking, it's going to have a bunch of different people on it. Like I knew uh, Lacey Stern is supposed to be on it, stuff yeah. like that. Like so, it'll be cool to see what they come up with. So that could be interesting. I mean, Breaking Benjamin's always been Breaking Benjamin, so they've never really, you know, strawn from the sound that they have. Um, Corey Taylor's supposedly be doing a solo album. I'm correct. Yeah, uh, wasn't Slipknot talking about retiring? Um, I know there was a, a, a small article with Jim Root saying that if Slipknot ends, he wants him to just disappear. Yeah, I read that. I, I read that quote. He just wants to go. Yeah, he doesn't want to like like play night. No doors. farewell tour. No disappear. Like it just goes Gone. like goodbye. Mm-hmm. You never you never hear from him again. Somebody asked Corey Taylor how he feels about that. And? Well, I'm just saying because like oh, like Corey the- Taylor like it's like how is Slipknot just gonna like disappear? Because the big name, every like something <laughs> and happens. Now Stone Sour's touring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something happens. And, like, Featuring they go, Corey Taylor. They go ask Corey Taylor. It's like it's like, hey, you're not supposed to be here right now. But can you tell us what you think about this? <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, it's a lot of solo stuff popping out too. Did you see the um, the other Slipknot news? No, I did not. So the title of this album is "Look Outside Your Window." So apparently that track, "All Hope Is Gone," which kind of mysteriously like evaporate like. Like was created out of like nowhere, but had like no connection to anything else anywhere else. Hmm. Um, apparently, there, there was eleven songs that might finally see the light of day on an un- unreleased LP titled "Look Outside Your Window," which includes "All Hope Is Gone," which is that magical um, single that they released a couple of years ago, right before the tw- uh, 2019 release. Right. But like I said, did not have any association with any kind of album like Corey Taylor even said it's like no this isn't even going to be on the new album it's like something completely different right. well there was 11 songs that they were kind of like hanging on to and apparently that might be, be released in 2020 interesting um, the one that I actually was a surprise to me so uh, there's a band called Demons and Wizards you're a wizard Harry them. Uh, they recently did a, a show at the Palladium not too long ago um, the last album that these guys released was in 2005 um, this band consists of the uh, lead vocalist to Blind Guardian, um, Hansi Kirsch, I believe that's how you say that, and the guitarist for Iced Earth, John uh, Schaffer. Sweet. Um, Schaffer? These guys have a very large following. Like, very large following. So it, it'd be cool to see what they come up with. And the fact that they haven't done really anything in, what, 15 years? <clears throat> Gotta be something fresh. It's gotta be something. So Can you exciting. imagine not making any new music publicly for out. 15 years? Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. There's too many things that ricochet around inside my head. I I wouldn't be able to do it. Foo Fighters, too. Apparently. Yeah. Did do for one. 
And that's that's yeah, crazy too. It, it's been a few years. It's crazy to think that like the Foo Fighters could release a new song, and it would be an instant classic, because of how many classics they already have. Hmm. Like that, that'd be that's, that whole. It's just nuts to me. Certain bands can just, hey, yeah, we're gonna release this, and like, wow, that song is, that is a classic you song. <laughs> And now we're going to blast it on the radios for the next 10 years. Like, good luck. Have fun. No more albums until we get sick of this one. <laughs> so uh, I, I, took no, I took notice of this one that I thought everybody would actually be excited about. So in 2011, before you rejoined Killswitch Engage, vocalist Jesse Leach teamed with Killswitch Engage guitarist Adam... Help me out. Dukowitz. Thank you. For the Hymn of a Broken Man by Times of Grace. Yep. Uh, the one and only album from the emotional, exploratory, melodic metal project, Times of Grace, now fresh off the success of Killswitch 2019, offering atonement. The duo are finally prepping a follow-up. That'd be cool. I, I like Times of Grace. It's liberating. It really is what it is. Leech out of the new LP. In the lyrics, I take a different approach to that stuff. On this next one, there's a lot of real poetry. I'm really stoked. New Times of Grace coming in 2020. That's actually, that's That'd awesome. Be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because how long has it been? Since uh, that was week? 2011. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's been quite a while. And um, I wanted to kind of shout out, like, actually a really cool story. Um, if you've ever heard of the band The Ghost Inside. Yeah, that was the one who they lost their... Uh... Yeah, I will read verbatim once yeah. I get it in front of my fucking screen here. Why you do that? I remember um, uh, Jared Dines actually went to, and they had, like, one of their first live concerts in, like years since they lost them like they never played anything they didn't do anything yeah and they finally had a concert and it was huge like people sh like all over the place showed up it was, it yeah. was awesome it was really cool yep so uh reading off of my uh revolver magazine here uh the ghost inside's hard-earned 20 uh 2019 show in los angeles the group's yep. first performance since a devastating 2015 bus accident took a terrible toll on the band members including the amputation of one of drummer andrew i'm not even gonna try sakic sussex legs was arguably the comeback story of the year. Now the Metalcore veter veterans are set to complete their return to action by dropping their first album in six years, the follow-up to 2014's Dear Youth. Mm -hmm. So, just a cool story. I mean, obviously these guys like experienced, ex you know, experienced like the shit like head on and yep. the, you know the bounce back and like the comeback and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. no, that's awesome. Roar in the twenties with a uh, with with some new shit. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of new shit. I believe there was a single released by uh, the head of machines, that Marcus, that Marcus so uh, so desperately enjoyed. <laughs> uh, which obviously, the, I'm sure there's going to be a, an album coming out somewhere. <laughs> you know, and and I, it still bothers me because that single they released. Is there anybody out there? I love that song. That song is awesome. And I was like, if this was the new shit sounds like, I'm I'm in. And then Carthus just came out, and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, that song's not even on there. And it was just like a whole different approach. I was like, okay. So, who knows? Who knows? Catharsis? Catharsis. Hmm. So, the purge of emotion. There are um, there are big name releases, and I know we've actually kind of I'll, I'll breeze over this one because I think we've actually already discussed it. Uh, Evanescence, I mean, we've we've already discussed this coming out with like their 2020 uh, release. It's uh, quote unquote heavier than or as heavy as whatever. Yeah, everyone's um, burning to hear that album. Psst. No. So, 
We had a unanimous decision that was uh, the most important release of uh, 2019, and I think we said it was the uh, the Tool album. So what about the uh, 2020 release of uh, Brand New Pussifer? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Maynard did say if I release another Pussifer album before Tool, I will be hanged. Yes. Yeah. So that's probably why he was <laughs> yeah, waiting. He's probably sitting on this one for a while. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we'll just wait. Uh, this is a uh, this is a full full length offering. Um, there is a possibility that it may or may not be released in 2020. It could possibly be pushed until early uh, 2021. Um, Politics, man. Yeah, me too, please. So, just kind of, I guess, going off of the wave, man. Tool is so successful, so like, just like, let's just keep them coming. But when when's the next A Perfect Circle album coming out? Probably right after. Yeah, right. That'll be twenty uh, late twenty one or twenty two. Wouldn't surprise me if he also had like a, a country gig or something. So, thanks, sir. One that was um, another one that, that that I found interesting is a name that came up a and a big name. Avenged Sevenfold is going to start working on their follow up to I believe it was the stage. Yeah, was there, that album can go fuck itself. Was there was there oh. was there last and. Concerning, it's 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 exciting but concerning. So concerning, all right. I kind of, not gonna lie, I haven't listened to any new A7X stuff. Um, I kind of stopped after uh, Mr. Shadows there started canceling shows because of his voice. His voice is like shot now from how he sang for so many years. I remember he had vocal cord surgery when he blew it out. Yeah. uh, City of Evil for Bad Country. Right. That's why he doesn't scream as much anymore because of that. It's just, it's so many unhealthy things for like a vocalist to do. Like, mm-hmm. stop, dude. Like, I know I said it before, and I'm sorry, but since we're on the topic, that Linkin Park tribute show was horrible to watch. I couldn't listen to it. Like, first of all, I don't think Faint is in his range. Probably not. <laughs> but also, it was just painful, man. Like, Bro, stop. Save it for, like, one comeback tour or something, you know? But, like, I'm sorry, man. It's just painful to listen to. Like, I I feel like I hear his voice breaking more and more the more he sings. And it's, like, ugh. I feel like you tell on yourself. You you gave us Bat Country. You gave us all these other hit songs. Like, we know what your range can do. But now it just sounds like... Like, broken glass on top of that range, bro. Like, just, you gotta hang it up, man. Yeah. <coughs> uh, um, speaking of comeback, uh, looks like Mushroomhead is in the, uh, which is, which, judging by this uh, picture, it's like, they're all different than they used to be. Yes. I was saying, I don't think that, I don't think that's anywhere near it's, original line of thing. It's been a revolving I'm not, door. I'm not even sure how they consider themselves Mushroomhead anymore. <laughs> well, there must be, like, a bass player or something that's been, like, there since the beginning. Gotta be something. I, um, I don't know if, if you want to talk about this after, but uh, I believe the uh, nominees for the uh, Rock and Roll quote unquote Music Hall of Fame have been <laughs> sort of announced. Okay. Oh, um, no. Well, we have Trent Reznor, which, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with, with Nine Inch Nails. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, but we also have. Yeah, Trent can, you have, Trent, yeah. Trent can go. But yeah. we have that with Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Which is fine, because, like, as a, as a rapper, yeah. 
he should go into a music hall of fame. Yes. There is no rapper hall. And of that's fame. exactly why. This is why we have all well, these the people rock, going. We we I think we discussed this we in like episodes past. Like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a joke. Oh yeah, all like, of it is. It's look at like, every single award show. Look at the it's Oscars. A, it's like why isn't it just called the Music Hall of Fame? Because it, like it's like it. it's like get rid of the rock and roll part. And I I God love him. I know Jay was here and yelled at me a whole bunch. About Aretha Franklin and why she belongs in like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but like I remember going down the list of like all the people that have been inducted, and it's like I I don't I'm not seeing yeah rock and roll here. And We're gonna put Larry Bird in the NFL <laughs> Hall of Fame. Why? Well, he, he yeah. played hockey. You know, Kanye <laughs> West. So like, throw a Kardashian in there. Like, whatever. Yeah. It don't fucking it's matter. Just, it's interesting. This person donated four million dollars to our cause this year, so we're gonna put their name in there. So one of the big name mentions, it's like it's funny you bring up Trent Reznor. He's yeah. In, yeah, I was actually just looking at this the... Year. So I will, um, I will read Revolver verbatim. So Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor. Now, you know what I like about Trent Reznor is like the fact that like he, he actually does like those, um, the musical like over, like overdubs. Like he does the musical scores okay. for like, for movies and films. Does he? Okay. So Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have been busier than ever scoring HBO's Watchmen. Pixar's Soul. I knew about that. One. Um, he also did. Um, he did the movie, um, the the Social Network. Okay. The uh, the, the Facebook thing, yep. which is like all ominous tones and like whatnot. So cool. Like that was Trent Reznor, like the musical score, and that was like Trent Reznor. Um, acclaimed indie films, Waves, uh, assembling the assembling the definitive edition of Nine Inch Nails with Teeth and you know picking up a Country Music Association award for their inadvertent production on Little Nas's Little Nas X's mega hit Old Town Road. Little Nas and Billy Ray. <clears throat> yeah, but I got Billy Ray's in that too. Yeah. Reznor revealed to us late last year the duo planned to refocus on Nine Inch Nails in 2020, playing shows and making collaborative new music with a list of people we like. If something good happens, then maybe the world can hear it, he said. We hope so. Hmm. And then the last one, like the, the last big name that I'm going to throw out there, and I, I wonder how much of this is going to be like more of like the collabs that he's actually been throwing out. He just actually released the one with Elton John. Um, we know about the one with Post Malone, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, seemingly back to full strength, Ozzy Osbourne is primed and ready to take on 2020 headfirst with the completion of the No More... Tours two. Did you hear the uh, the new single he released? I have not heard the one with that with, with uh, John with Elton John and Slash. I I have not yet. It's interesting. Uh, Octane Radio has played the hell out of the one with Post Malone. Yeah, under the grave. No, it's a different one. Under the graveyard. Is that what it is? No, no. Okay. Post no, that's his. Uh, under the graveyard is like that's his, his solo. Like, it's that's... a straight up single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from him with like no collab. Yeah. Okay. That one's not bad. It's, he it's okay. he collabs with Auto Tune. So I I Sorry. I say I feel I feel <laughs> that's actually the thing. Like everybody's yeah. like kind of like picking it apart because there's like a whole lot of production. It's like the guy's yeah. like 108. I know. It's that like, guy's like dude, 108. He's still doing it. Like, why not? And like, he was dying two months ago, for Christ's sake. So, like, mm -hmm. we, we were worried about him, like, actually, like, making it, like, kind of a yeah, thing. So, why not? But, um, yep, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm moving on. I was moving on. But yep. if you got anything else. Um, the last one and the one that I'm at, that I'm actually excited about, uh, Matt Heafy is actually going back in the studio in, like, late spring. We we're actually sp expected to see more Trivium. That'd be cool. Which I love me some Trivium. I like Trivium oh, as they are. Riffs. The new the new Trivium album is fantastic, so that'd be cool. Uh, 
Revolver made note that ha- um, he's, he's taking some time over the couple the last couple of years, like family stuff, like kind of a thing. Um, few shows here and there. Um, which makes you think. It wasn't 2019 that we saw Trivium, then it was 2018. I think it was like the end of it. It was the fall of 2018. Yeah, I was like, so. my God, this time fly. Holy fuck. It sure does. It's going to be like fucking 2030 soon. It's like scary. Man. Crazy, no. crazy, crazy. But, um,. You know what? That that's a band that like uh, that I feel like is evolved in a cool way, and like you know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't play like the old way. Yeah. Boo-hoo. They're still they're still pretty fucking awesome, and huh. yeah, that's good stuff. So late like late they're spring, we got some trivium. Yeah. Yeah. some heavy riffs. Heavy shit. I mean, um, I jam with some trivium. So 2013, there was an album called Vol- Volition by Protest the Hero. That was the last one, so I believe they are possibly working on some new stuff. Which makes me wonder if Chris Adler is still in the band. Mm. Because he was in the last album. So, no, it's interesting to think. Who knows? Bank on it. But Who we'll knows? Uh, Rob Zombie, which I kind of knew this was in the works from his last album. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say the name of this, their last album. The Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser. Sounds accurate. I mean, that, that doesn't sound like a Rob Zombie album. I don't know what does. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, appreciate it. Anytime. I mean, I know he's been working a lot on the movies and shit, but I know he was talking about getting back into a, to a new album. So He's a character. He's something, that's for sure. Uh, Seven Dust. Which is weird because oh, that's two years ago. It may not be bad. I know. Didn't the drummer have something wrong with him? Like they yeah. had to like cancel a show or something because of something. That could be wrong. It's gotta be. Awful. Somebody in Seven Dust just put out a solo album. Seven Dust. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to actually. Now I'm trying to. I have to. I have to pull in the heartstrings of my memory here now. Got that one. What's up? Oh no! I was just gonna say that the the next one that is kind of anticipated because it was one of the ones I wanted to talk about was uh, Static X. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fire away. They're well. I mean, they're talking about coming out with a new album. Um, That's really cool. The I, well, I think after we saw it, it was pretty cool. I I I don't know. I thought I thought uh, Etzel there did a wonderful job up front. I wonder how. What? Uh, what was that? I just wonder how how this album's gonna go though with. I don't know what you want me to do. With a different front person. You get weird. Hi. Well, I'm done. That's not even the closest we've ever sat together. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I think uh, so. For those of you who don't know, uh, Static X was still touring. They were touring with Dope. Uh, yep. Ethel Dope was replacing Wayne Static. Quote unquote. Kind of maybe if you potentially saw what was under the mask. I don't know. Uh, it's all rumors. I didn't say anything. But uh, from what I saw, Static X put on a great show still completely. Um, the fact that they're not obviously original anymore is uh, heartbreaking, but I'm super glad that they are able to continue doing what they're doing. Uh, their yeah, guitarist, it'll be, it'll be good. What's his name? Little Asian guy with the goggles? <laughs> sure. I don't think that's his name. Are you, sure? Are you sure? Uh, That's his occupation. But he, uh, uh, he's been working on music for a long time after, since Wayne died. So the fact that they're actually going to be releasing some of it now is awesome. Well, I remember when, when uh, I think I brought this up before, but when me and Marcus saw him the first time, 
I pointed out to him on Spotify that they released a new single. And I was like super confused. But probably just stuff they were working on, maybe some old stuff hidden somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of that. No, it's definitely cool that they're moving forward with it. Um, I assume they're going to use, and God, I'm so bad with names. Uh, Edsel. Edsel, thank you. Um, I think I assume that will be like a thing. Like, we'll move forward and, you know, you can just keep bringing dope with them. Like, kind of thing. And, you know, they have like, a, one. They have like a job. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've always had a job because of Static X, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But, <laughs> um, Relevant. That's not, that's not, that's not entirely true, but I mean, they More started, machine they, they started together and they've kind of kind of played together like kind of a thing uh, no it's definitely neat I, li- I like the sound of Static X like it's something cool it's like it's, different. it's oh yeah you, you definitely know who it is when you hear it um remember Stabbing Westward nope heard of them they're, <laughs> they're, they're in the works the new stuff I haven't holy heard shit years. that's gotta be like 15 years. Stabbing Westward? Since, like, if I had to guess when the last stabbing, yeah, I would say probably 04. Uh, farther away. Wow. 99. 2001. Yeah? Was there actually self-titled Stabbing Westward? Do you have the art right there? No, okay. Never mind, never mind. mind. It's like, I know, I own two of them, so. You they're, they're so one-hit wonders back oh, then, yeah. man. They had, like, two good oh, yeah. songs on each album. That was yeah, but it. that's what's scary is that they, they went this long to live off of their earnings before they made a new album. Like, <laughs> No, they've been working day jobs, man. They're like, hey, Flaw's out there, like, fucking ripping <laughs> shit off. Like, we can be up, we can be back out there, too. <laughs> like, it's, like, what the hell are we doing right now? Um, I The last, before we move on, um, I wanted to pull out, put out, send out. Oh, no. Um, some of the, the older guys that, that probably coming around. When I come around. Um, Stone Temple Pilots. Ooh. They um, had a couple per, of different per, Perdita, Perdita released February 7th, which I'm not sure who they're using as the lead singer. I have yeah. no idea. No Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah. They came out on an album um, shortly after he passed. 2018. Was, but that yeah, was, it was with Chester, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Chester, no, Chester was doing it with them. No. Yeah, Chester no, did a bunch of tours. No, no, no. They had their new. Pilots. They had their new permanent guy. I do they have a new guy? They, they did. Okay, and I, he's I actually. Um, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna do that. Thing Under right. the graveyard. I do remember. No. I know Chester did a few songs. Yeah, that they he didn't. did. He did, but that never. Um, their last like uh, part of the album though. Uh, since 2017, it was a gentleman by the name of Jeff Gut. Okay. Um, he's actually the new uh, permanent fill-in. Does um, he have a past? They all do. They all do. I'm just curious if, if he comes He's from any He's got white bigger. hair. He has to. Oh, is it Ric Flair? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but the yeah. nature boy! But yeah, they, um, they, their release in 2018 was not with Chester. It was actually with this guy. With this guy. And, okay. Um, I, was, I didn't even know. Because I, that, I was totally after, uh, that. that was after... That was after... That um, was actually after both of their passings. Yeah. Um, and they they still... They came out with this relief... Relief, relief, relief. <laughs> ah, words are hard. I'm so bad at life. Words on talk shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other two, the uh, two oldies, uh, Scorpions. <laughs> which I mean, if you don't know, Rocky like a Hurricane. Great. And a uh, Rat. Which, round and round. That's about it. But uh, you know, uh, I think I feel like we get a lot of uh, old school people coming back. Jeffrey Gutt was the former lead vocalist of new metal band Dry Cell. I got nothing. 
He's uh, appeared in two seasons in the American reality television series The X Factor. Huh. And that's pretty much everything he did of note. Fair enough. Do you remember the band Striper? Yes. Yeah, evidently they're uh, wasn't they, aren't they a Christian band? I don't know. I don't know their life. Well, he's sure not a Christian. He's metropolitan. <laughs> um, that guy's definitely not. He's blonde. <laughs> he's blonde. <laughs> Um, no, 2018, they came out over that album. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> just I didn't even know that. So, to wrap up the, uh, the the album, let me just make sure there's a... So, a couple of the other cool names. Uh, Gojira is actually expected to have a release in 2020. I actually feel like Gojira, because of, like their tour, like especially with their tour with Slipknot um, on the, the Knotfest Roadshow like, last year, uh, yeah, became they became be very very important to a lot of to a lot of people, and so um, this was actually an album that they were actually working on throughout all of last year, like while they were touring. So, the, what I like about that is, is like that's one of those things. Like you can throw shit out there, man. Like while you're on like a tour, like hey, let's play this song in the show. Let's see what the yeah. reaction is, and then we can tweak it before we actually release it, kind of see? a thing. So, I that that has the uh, the opportunity to be like a really cool release. Guys, let's play our new song and see how crazy Jamie Josta goes for it. Never been my my <laughs> cup of t- never been my cup of tea, but I know there's a lot of cult following for this. Mastodon is actually supposed to have a release in 2020. Yep. Um, female fronted in this moment. Yep. Is uh, supposed to have a release. I believe Mother was their last album, I think. Which, I haven't I haven't listened in this moment for quite a while. We spoke about like it in this days. moment. We actually spoke about this <laughs> in this moment. This was actually probably two years ago for us now, even because. Um, but they were starting to pump out like stuff. They were starting to pull like the five finger death punch. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. Like the slow. thing with them. Here's is, five cover albums. I was I was actually uh, listen, uh, reading an interview with them, and like their stage show is fucking ginormous. They have like she changes costumes like every song. Like she, she's got her little cannot. minions now. Yeah, but like but it's funny because you have like her all lit up, but then the bands around her and they're all like dark and they get the masks and shit. Like you can't yeah, really she's see kind of like she's the focal point. Yeah, it's, but what what when she, when she was uh, Marina Brink was talking about it, like she said like we're almost at a semi truck now of just all the shit that we have to bring to a show. Like it's it's fucking legit. I remember that Palladium show that we went to because they had so many pyrotechnics. They pretty much just smoked the place almost out. Almost burned and appa- it down. No, apparently it was loud as shit. Appa- it was loud as shit. And apparently the uh, ventilation system in the Palladium could not handle her show because all it was was a big fucking cloud yeah, of smoke. Was, like you rough. can you can see half of it. I like, mean that says more about the Massachusetts crowd than it does about them. But <laughs> and last but not least, and um, obviously when uh, when Adler left the band like last year, like this was something that we kind of knew about. Lamb of God. Yep. We'll be They're we'll have them. a we'll have a release. So. It's interesting that Mark Morton is still pumping out like some solo stuff. Maybe it's just yeah. things that like kind of like overhang because. Oh okay. yeah, definitely. Because the time that it, it's made and the time it's released can be totally right different things. Yeah, but for years. somebody that's been in it for that long and never done anything solo until recently, like you know, he was sitting on all that stuff for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always downtime. You know, bands aren't on tour. Well, that's the thing. That, and then and what are you what, gonna do if you're making right. this money from the album? You don't need to worry about working all the time. Right. You just sit home and fucking make music. on your passions yeah. and stuff, yeah. So, the second half to the look ahead of... Um, no more albums, right, gentlemen? Okay. The second half of the look ahead of the 2020 that I always like to go go through is uh, what's uh, what's coming up for uh, tours, festivals, and, like, cool-ass shows. And there was news that came out a couple of days ago that I feel needs to be mentioned. I don't know. You guys may or may not have seen this yet, but 
Did you know Rammstein is coming to North America? America yeah, maybe. they're finally coming back. Yeah, North America. Yep. And there was a there was a certain state that was lit up in their teaser. Certain state that was lit up in the teaser might have been that Massachusetts. Massive two shits. <laughs> um. Gross. <laughs> it's smelly here. You're welcome. Not as bad so as I remember. I don't actually remember the details if they were actually banned or if they refused to come because we would not let them light shit on fire. I think it was the pyrotechnics that got them out. Yeah, after the whole great white scenario. Yeah. We, uh, but then, like, half the shows that I've been to, there's fucking fire white everywhere. I fucking saw Taylor Swift <clears throat> at Gillette I'm Stadium. Sorry. At Gillette Stadium, and it was just like firework, 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 firework. I'm like, okay. So we can do. I, mean, there, I bet you it must be some kind of stadium tour, though. It has to be. So I heard a couple of rumors, and if the first rumor ends up being true, I'm going to be completely bummed. But I heard that they might be like the secret headliner to Boston Calling. And I'm, if that's the case, just go to fucking Coachella and just get it over with, you, <laughs> you fucking ass clowns, because that would suck. Mm. Like I wouldn't be into that. Right. Like, if Rammstein's going to come to Massachusetts, if I'm going to have the opportunity to finally, in my lifetime, see Rammstein, because we're talking, like, early 2000s, like, late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. That they haven't been to America. It's been a while. They've been to Canada. I wonder why. They play the Quebec Fest. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, if you want to come here, we'll, we'll let you guys kiss on stage. We don't care. You can make it out whatever you want. I don't fucking <laughs> care. He's like, so you should play metal music. I don't give a shit. As long as one of them's on fire, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's a that's a rumor monger that like I, I kind of heard right. getting thrown around that they might get added, but it's like that would be so inappropriate because Boston Calling is like all kinds of different genres, like Tool played. Um, yeah. Not last year, but the year before. I think last year was like Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers, okay. or something like that. Like it's. Just not that. It's like, plus, I don't want it to be festival form. No, if Rammstein comes, yeah, I do not want it to be festival form. Yeah. I want full on straight balls to the wall fucking head. I want to see Triple X live. Have you ever seen the movie Triple X? Which one? The, the, not the, State the of first the Union. One. The, the first, first one. one. Okay. The really awful one with Vin Diesel <laughs> like, and the Russian chick. Like when he's over in spy. Germany, they went to a Rammstein show and just shit's getting fucking. Burnt. I too am also spy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's great acting. Thank you for that. I didn't see that. It one was like coming. a scene right out of the original Ace Ventura when they went to see Cannibal Corpse. I remember that. And he had to go see the dude <laughs> with the. He had to go see the fish. Do- <laughs> <laughs> There's that guy headbanging. It's like, hey, it's Chuck here. Thank you. <laughs> Is that the red or the white? Oh, I never remember that. Uh. White. Never occurred to me because I was so young when that movie came out, like New England clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? That's like totally the white. Yeah. yeah. That Manhattan. That Manhattan. That's Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Fucking spaghettios with so, uh, New York and Chicago make the best pizza and stuff, except for Boston. So. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Come on. Uh, Boston pizza is better than anywhere else. So is there clam chowder? I don't care. Boston has pizza. Boston, yes. The, Boston. The, the Sicilian North- style pizza came from Boston. Yeah, I mean, Boston has more pizza. Yeah. You have never seen that commercial? Um, How far away from Boston. Boston have you gone? Like, what's the furthest from Boston you've ever been in your life? Here? I, I, I've never left. <laughs> <laughs> I never left Massive Two Shits. 
Uh, if you go 5,000 miles away, there are places that consider themselves Boston Pizza, and they advertise as such. Went in New Hampshire once. Wow, I'm so proud of you. Well, I mean, that's no different than we have New York-style pizza here. Uh, I've never seen anything that said Boston-style pizza. Well, that's because we're in Boston. you got to go far that. enough away. That's well, the same thing. I bet you they don't go to okay, New York I, for I New York-style pizza. I travel a little bit. Like, I've never, I, 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 that's I dabble. Personally. <laughs> I dabble. Just me personally. But so that's big news. Rammstein, North yep. America, like that's huge. Rammstein. Um, there was a, there was only like a peppering of states that have been, and so far it's only teased. Like there's no details for like any of this. And Give me the dates. Would that probably being, not in English? With that being said, the fact that the fact that they're just teasing dates, like that's the part that got, does kind of concern me because I really do think they're just gonna hop on like all these major festivals that are in the area at the last second. But. It's like, not even the last second. It's like, hey, we're actually coming to America this time. Like, do you want us or do you not want us? And like, all these big things. I mean, that, that's a huge name to put on like those that's, festivals. It's a big draw. And I mean, I'd want to see Rammstein live. Fuck yeah. Like, it's just. I wouldn't want to be I, near the stage. I, I, I really just, I really just don't want it to be festival form, even though I really fear it's going to be. But hey, it is what it is, I, I suppose. Anthony, I found one for you, buddy. Go ahead. So Bon Jovi is going around with Brian Adams. You know what's funny? Because I actually sent my mom the picture of it today. <laughs> uh, January 24th is when tickets go on sale. At the Garden, I believe. That's pretty exciting. I am. I, I like my Brian Adams. I Nothing. Say what you want. I, I saw them what, three years ago, four years ago. And they were fantastic. The, dar- the goalie for the dart team. And then I have my one tour that I'm going to I'm gonna brutally make fun of, and then like the rest of this show can be positive. Okay. So um, Pearl, Pearl Jam is obviously going to go on tour They have a year. new album coming out, too. Right. But everybody knows why they're on tour next year. It's an election year, and we have to listen to this <laughs> spewing bullshit of political fucking vomit diarrhea. I'm surprised System of a Down's not playing. Like, does it... Does, does anybody? I don't know. If you if you go, I'm oh gonna, no! I mean, this is like one of those things. Like, you, like you want to say something like Positive. against a, against the politics without being a political show. If you go to a music concert for the purpose of somebody's personal politics, there's something insanely wrong with you, and you should get your head checked. Well, if you follow anybody, I don't care if they're in music or politics or your personal life at all for any type of political advice you're an idiot everybody should be making their own decisions like there's nothing better than me having like some rich fuckbag telling me about his personal politics and how I should live my life oh actually th- there is a second one that I do have to make fun of the um rage against the machine reunion okay is at coachella i heard about that <laughs> <sighs> It makes me richer than that. It makes my brain hurt. It's like, okay, we're gonna have a reunion. I feel um, like Tom Morello set it up. We're gonna of have course. A, <laughs> we're gonna have our big reunion show, guys. It's gonna be like the biggest thing in like the last ten years. Also, by the way, election year. There you go. Strange. So weird. And an event that's gonna cost you four hundred and fifty dollars to walk in through the entrance. Yeah, pretty much. For like a lot of money. Why do people do that? Because they have a lot of money to spend. I feel like this is why we're raging against the machine, and you fuckers are going right there to have your reunion. They're part of the machine. Mm -hmm. You are the machine at this point. Right? It's like, damn, dude. It's true. Hurts my brain. Why do we live in a part of the country that hurts my brain? Because they all sell out, man. Mm. Just takes time. 
Okay, those are the, those are my only two negatives. I forgot, for, I forgot about for, the Coachella. For good concerts. Kind of interesting. But There's a bunch in, of them In locally. Flames has one concert. One. March 15th. Just one. They have been on tour for a while, though. It's just weird that they have one. Like in the middle of the fucking month. Yeah, they're going to take a vacation. They're going to develop another album. I guess so. But then fucking <laughs> Cheap gonna... Trick has 40, <laughs> 40, 43 <laughs> albums. Oh, I mean, no. 43 concerts. Probably albums, too, but... Oh, I fib. There is a third. What's show the number one song they're known for? What? What is the number one song that they are known for? Cheap Trick. Want you to want me. Need you. What's their second most popular song? Want you. Uh, the want encore you. of I Want You to Want Me? Nope. <laughs> the not live version. Hanging out down the street. Oh, that's Seventy Show. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I didn't even know they sang that song. Yeah. Interesting. See? I know things about music. What's your other... Uh... Yeah, I fibbed that. There was one other one, because I hate the fact this is happening. The Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett show. Oh, yeah, I didn't, uh, didn't, didn't they talk forget about... uh, fucking Sex Panther, your buddies? <laughs> oh. Sex Panther. Steel Panther's Steel on there, too? Panther. Yeah, that one. Why not? Just fucking throw them on there. They would never go back on tour with Motley I don't. Crue. I don't know if I talked about this... Uh, they're pretty air. much are them, but uh, my mom actually looked up tickets for. This is the part that pisses me off. Like, please to, to the show, and she texted me. She's like, "Do you think two hundred and seventy dollars is too expensive for for a ticket? A general admission I was, ticket? Well, that's not. Oh no, it's like halfway up. Mind you, this this is at Fenway, so you're <sighs> about. I want to say in the middle, two hundred and six sixty seventy. A person. Halfway to a she, nosebleed. She's like, is that, is that too much for a ticket? I was yes. like, yes, do not buy them. Please do not buy them. I don't care who so, it is. For fucking washed up Vince Neil and fucking... So, so if, you're, <laughs> if you're sucker enough to actually buy I a ticket... That. To, this is uh, what I've actually heard about this show. I've actually heard that Poison is still legit. Well, yeah. Poison, well, um, poison can name? still go out and... What's his name? Um, the lead singer to Poison. Oh, um, uh, Michaels. No, no, Brett. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Um, he still plays every year at Indian Ranch. Right. Like his solo stuff. He still so, has I mean, a he voice. Still He's actually, can actually taking care of himself. You know what I mean? Right. Like he can actually sing. But Unlike the, Vince Neil. But like the whole the whole yeah, band is it. still like legit. Like they can still perform. <laughs> I actually heard rumors that Joan Jett. Joan is Jett still, can still do it. It's yep. still legit. I don't know anything about Def Leppard. Uh, when I saw them two years ago, they're, they're fine. Yeah, yeah they're, they're right. fine. They're on the same base. But Motley Crue is as over the fucking hill as you can Dude, possibly ever Motley Crue, did you see the subtitles that they put to Vince Neil's version of uh, Kickstart My Heart? You can't <laughs> understand <laughs> him. <laughs> Left out, footy car, and on me. I was say, I can't unsee that video. It's like he doesn't even know the words to his own song like, what anymore. What the hell is a footy car, Vince? <laughs> <laughs> and the car with feet. The other yes, thing is, supposedly, right. supposedly Motley Crue signed a contract that it would never tour again, and like apparently ripped that up and decided to go on tour again. Yeah, I was like, have money why? Do, why is there a contract? Thanks for like, ruining that dream for us, guys. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like. It. I. I already. You know, it's one thing that like all these old timers. Like, I mean, these guys are in their fucking seventies and eighties for Christ's sakes, and we can't like we can't find anybody to replace them that we have to just yeah, keep shipping out fucking Motley Crue. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was that was the third one. Steel Panther. Iron Maiden, though. Speaking of old timers, nah, I need to yeah. see them. I haven't seen them live. Iron Maiden's a good one. Corn uh, Breaking Benjamin have uh, paired up again for uh, yes. another uh, very massive tour. Yep. Uh, good buddies and whatnot. Hell yeah. um, I'm gonna bring up this tour. This tour is actually coming around in the spring. Um, would probably be pretty freaking awesome if it wasn't. 
for the headliner. Five Finger Death Punch, Papa Roach, I Prevail, and Ice Nine Kills. Yeah. That'd be cool. They're just take off, just fucking hack off Five Finger Death you Punch. You just man. leave. They're headlining. And that's yeah, but that, you know what? Don't even give them. Any here's the thing: Five Finger Death Punch isn't even that bad live if he shows up. Well, last time I saw him, they were great. To be honest with you, he showed up. That reminds that was, me. That of, was his apology that he. That, that reminds me of a funny story. Remi- I have to say it on. I have to, there, there's peering ears out if there. If I ever so I meet him, I'm gonna get fifty three dollars from him <laughs> in your honor. All right, I appreciate it. Forever like playing a show or something, and he shows up and I'm like, dude, Ivan, come here. You better reach into your pocket right now and pull out three fucking twenty dollar bills. But Papa Roach, I prevail, and Ice Nine kills. Yeah. That's an awesome lineup. Yeah. Okay. And then like five finger death punches there. It's random, but. Like, those guys have a hell of an agent. Can you imagine? Or they have a hell of a promoter. Or like I don't I don't know who's responsible for putting the tours together, but they're 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 doing they're doing their shit. So like Ice Nine Kills and I Prevail and the other band, they all they all play their set, right? And Five Finger Death Punch goes on and goes, You're gonna hear all those same songs, but from us. <laughs> yeah, <we're right. laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks, Ivan. Appreciate it. Glad so your mom's worth, doing better. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch actually just released the uh, first single off their upcoming album, um, Inside Out, and it's actually not terrible. Yeah. Like, Is it a cover? I don't think no, so. No, it's off the, the Pixar movie, Inside Out. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Bing bong. Um, so I, I noticed this sort of tour. Uh, I believe it's. Falling in reverse with Escape the Fate? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. That's fun. It's different, but... Um, and I believe that um, Falling in Reverse is playing... I think it's their first album. I think it's a full uh, Raised by Wolves, if I'm correct. I don't remember exactly. I can't, I can't exactly um, remember, but I think it's like a... Like a, a whole... Like where they play like the whole album kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of bands are doing that nowadays. Yeah. Like they're taking an album that came out like five, six, seven, eight years ago. I just think it's cool, cool that they have escaped the fate. Yes. The fact that there was such bad, uh, bad blood. Like the first album is literally Ronnie just talking shit about what's his name, originally from uh, Bless the Fall. Um, I, I don't remember his name. Put it out of my head. Uh, the fate. No, I can't think of his name either. So the tour of the spring. That's happening, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be the uh, collab of the Kill Switch Engage and August Burns Red. Yes, we Which talked about that a little bit. We did. Might be the tour of 2020. And Craig Mabbit. I'm sorry, I have to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> this is bother me. I'm 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 reading stuff while listening, so like I'm just getting excited. I just want to throw the shit that I wrote down. Um, proud of you. Well, a side note. Uh, Ronnie uh, Radke has also started his streaming for like so right now Matt Heafy has been big into the Fortnite and stuff and he does like the streaming and on Twitch did, yeah. yeah and he does a lot of like the music stuff where he'll do random covers or people will have him play a song and stuff which is which is awesome yeah um, I, Matt Heafy's an awesome dude I think he's, he's very he's a very cool individual Down to earth guy yeah um, but I mean when you watch Ronnie Red keys like it just it feels like at some point he's just gonna snap, like he's just always like tense and pissed off, and he's just like wow there's a lot of people in the chat, I can't see what's going on I'm just like oh shit like you're just like waiting for him to fucking explode, <laughs> just like I can't are, keep are, you, are you gonna be nice about it? <laughs> <laughs> it just be like you be playing the game it's like 
this is loading too long. I'm like, oh, God, don't hurt me. Let's play the game. Uh, more anniversary tours are coming out. Machine Head is actually going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of Burn My Eyes. And okay. we'll be playing that in which in its entirety. That's actually pretty cool. I do the same guys who do like a night with Machine Head. Yep. Right? That's like the only band I've ever heard that was like they're just them kind of thing. Yeah. It's a, I've seen a couple other acts do it, which, you know what? I'm not into that. I don't actually like that. Like, like you know what? Come out, throw a local opener out there for like, I mean, God, they're only out there for like 20 fucking minutes for my right. sake. <laughs> Let them do the thing. Like, support like a little, like, bring another act up. I was, I was making, I forget what who I saw that that actually happened. It was like just like an evening with kind of a thing. And it was like just them for like three hours. And like, we had to suffer through like their breaks because they had to give themselves like a break, like in between. Um, other anniversary tour uh, between the buried and me. Uh, yep. uh, two sets of each show, 2009's The Great Mist, yeah. Misdirect, in full, hmm. which I believe is actually going upstairs at the Worcester Palladium. Probably really? When they when For they come around. The, huh. Upstairs at the Palladium, I, I would have to think there's probably like eight 900 in that full capacity. Uh, probably close to that. Which would, would be absolute fucking the, hell. Well, it depends if they open if the upstairs or not. Because some shows I've been to upstairs, they don't open the top part. I think it depends, honestly. I thought they always did the uh, if the, if they have a There's show that's up shows, there. I thought it, I thought that, like the merch would be up there. Few shows they've been to, they they have it. That's I think it's, I think it depends on the band, honestly. That's some lazy shit right there. Yeah, a little bit. I know if they sell enough tickets, they send them downstairs. You guys just been upgraded. Yeah, that, that's the thing too. <laughs> Um, another cool tour that I actually I actually like found and uh, we talked about Volbeat and how they just went around with um, with Slipknot and they actually kind of felt like they were out of place. Well, they're, they're going to vindicate themselves because they're going to go around with Clutch this time. And you know what? I feel like that's actually a more interesting and a more neat uh, fit for uh, for the Volbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. And uh, I have two. I have two other tours to mention. And then, uh, well, uh, there's Tenacious D going around. Which, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're playing Guys, with them. Um, Guys, consult your doctor about that if you get the Tenacious D. Foo Fighters, right? Am oh, I, I, saw, I saw it with something else. Gave Droll. <laughs> uh, I'll have to look. I'll stop interrupting you. No, no, that's that's look. the one that Guns N' Roses playing the Super Bowl Music Fest. <laughs> The Super Bowl music fest? Uh, whatever that is. What's the meme that I saw no today? The, the, the meme that I saw that was like, oh, I'd be weird if in the middle of a concert they had like a really short football game. Oh, yeah. What? Sure. Uh, Vince Neil has four concerts. Oh. <laughs> now that I pass by that. Now, now I have to bring now I have to bring this up because I passed by this. Um, the fact that like Guns N' Roses is playing like a pre Super Bowl show. Do you know how incredibly fitting they would be for a halftime show for the Super Bowl? Like every football locker room since the beginning of time is was playing like Welcome to the Jungle, and uh, the, the goddamn Super Bowl will not. Of course not. Of course not. Just like will not. Give credit where credit's due and just fucking do it. Yeah, but to be fair, the Super Bowl won't give credit to any metal musician or rock musician really at all. Well, I know, I understand why. Why? I, I blogged about this. Oh, because Janet Jackson had a nip slip and she's clearly metal? Yeah, we, we prefer boob. 
like boob. Versus uh, Tool, Primus, Oysterhead, and Tenacious D. That's it. Announced for Bonnaroo. Yep, the Bonnaroo, yep. Bonnaroo 2020. That would be cool. Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats will be there, too. Good. That'd be that'd a fucking Acid. hell of a time. Uh, Saliva's going on tour. Thanks, Josie. Finally. With uh, one one of their shows is with Trapped. But technically, it's Trapped with Saliva. Has Trapped released anything in the last, like, five years? No. I don't no. think so. I hope not. I was going to say, I, I think they were like a... If they did, nobody cared. A one-album kind of deal. We're just going to keep singing our classics over and over and over again. Um, North American tour. Ginger is actually headlining a tour with a supporting act, Suicide Silence and Tooth Grinder. Yep. Um, Suicide Silence, man. That's, that, uh, that reminds me of a Polish joke. We're not racist here at Hemingway. I'm Polish, so back. I'm Polish, so I can say it. He, he says that. Why, why don't Polish women use vibrators? Because it breaks their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we could never get that time back in our lives. It's taken up. You're welcome. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, the, the last tour that I actually thought was like, pretty cool looking, uh, Sleeping With Sirens, is uh, doing a co-headlining tour with the uh, Mini Affliction. Both like actually very... Mm-hmm. I really like them. Very fun bands. Pittsburgh is my favorite song by them. Yep. I like Drag the Lake. I like Pittsburgh, I said. <laughs> oh, I'm at the place. <laughs> You're stupid. Thanks. It's a weird place to What's like. What's the other one by them? Something about fire. Uh, I don't know. Flames. Pottsburgh. CKY has some two y- concerts. You can drive the lake, but you won't find me. Weird. I'm going to play that song now, just for you, Dave. Thank you. I appreciate that, Dad. You're going to fucking like it, too. Soil has, has three concerts. It. Is it Soil or Soil Work? Nope, Soil. Oh, okay. Two different bands. Now, Soil was that band that had the thing where, like, Breaking Benjamin, like, brought them up one... Didn't Breaking Benjamin bring like the whole original like band of soil up on nope. like one of their shit? <laughs> that I cannot. Um, the only thing that I know about Soil is that he was the lead singer in. Um, God, what are they called? Oh my God! I just. Lost I have no them. comment in fear of Dave smiting me. I won't smite you. I promise. I want you to enjoy this drag the lake. Uh, Drowning Dave. Pool. That's it. They did a they did an album with Drowning Pool. Oh no, kidding. the lead singer to Soil. I didn't know that because I remember when it first came out, it was on like satellite radio when I had it at the time, and like I'm listening, I'm like, oh, cool, new Soil song, and it's a Drowning Pool. I was like, what? Soil Pool. Pretty much. Drowning Soil. Corporate Kalani's on tour. Are they coming back to America? Oh, United, I can, you oh, know United what? Kingdom. I'm so mad that we missed that. I hate my fucking life that I missed Olivetti and. Corvicklani. Only because I was announcing a fucking football game on uh, volunteer basis because I'm a good fucking citizen. That's awful. I want. I should have <coughs> been <coughs> very <coughs> sick <coughs> that day. Fuck, man. That's fuck. Yeah, I heard it was good too. It's a fuck. Good Thanks, Anthony. You're welcome. Because the girl that I work with, I sent him the picture. I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, dude, yeah. dude. Hello, dude. Hello. Bueller? 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 Yeah, that, that was one that was probably supposed to happen. It's like it's like one of those things. It's like it's like if you really want something, like you want like the Holy Grail, and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to put it right there. 
It's your job to go pick it up. <laughs> yeah. And I don't go fucking pick it up. Like that's how that's like how my life goes sometimes. Like, how do you not go to that show? I I, I don't even know. I know. It doesn't matter. It's fine. You can drag the lake. But uh, so moving on. on fire. Um, <clears throat> what do you got next in your list of lists? I'm out. That's it. No mas. Yeah, I had, I had albums and tours. Okay. So if Go you have any, ice. if you have any other interesting news uh, of things that we have to look forward to in 2020, I mean, by all means, now would be the time to. Uh, I have an overall wish for the 2020, but that, that's kind of like a final thought. Okay. Yeah, what is it? Wish David stopped messing with me on this podcast. I don't feel like we're on final thought. No, you know what? I'm not that <laughs> thin-skinned where I can't handle my shit. Hmm. I know. The beer review had me kind of worried. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I never understood why that was an insult. Go make yourself orgasm. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Give me a couple seconds. Why is that offensive? Hmm? Why is that offensive? Be like, oh, go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, no, I mean, it's... It's going to be an interesting year. <laughs> We're going to overlap with what Dave just said. I think it really actually will be an interesting year. There's a whole lot of good music that's about to be on the cusp of coming out. I think it'll be really good. Are we on Final Thought Month? Yeah. Oh, I'm Pretty sorry. I, I thought I thought you had something. I was I was wait I was wait. I have I have one prayer. I have actually have one prayer for like the for the mu- for the music world. One, you know, like we we always make make reference to like the oversaturation is like you know what explore, discover, share. Like we always say, like share, listen, repeat. Um, I I really want I really want to see happen is that like the subgenres kind of like ease off like a little bit it's like don't be afraid to go elsewhere don't be afraid to check this out don't be afraid to like i don't even know where we're at anymore if we're on post punk grunge sludge whatever it's like you know what open open some horizons a little bit and Because you know what I think I think I think the artists that are actually out there right now are even doing the same thing like they're not even necessarily playing like within genre anymore they're kind of like splashing around a little bit because they want to play with new artists and meet some new people like kind of a thing so um and it's it's almost like kind of like a wish for like the decade I actually want like the open mindedness to like kind of come back Mm -hmm. like individuality is one thing but like being open minded and like being willing to like experience like new things is like another. And it's something that's like completely gone away in the last quite a few years. I mean, we've become so close minded and so selective and so judgy judgmental. It's sad, it's scary, it's frightening, and it's like it's just not the way it's supposed to be. I agree. I agree with you. So it's kind of like my final thought, like what I'm looking for in twenty twenty. It's like, you know what, discover something old, but it's like enjoy something old, doing something new. But at the same time, let's go find like the new guy that's doing something that maybe reminds you of something of old. I think we're gonna see a lot of collaborations this year. This year, because I mean, I feel like that's been such a a growing theme in the past few months, um, maybe six months, roughly. 
but I mean, no, it has just been big. And especially with the artists too. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, because like artists are like banding together. Even in the local scene, like the artists are like Mm -hmm. banding together. Um, We just had we just had the 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 fortunate privilege of seeing the Fathom Farewell um, Tala, uh, No Ina Scene, Eminent. And how many of those bands had like another member of the other band Mm -hmm. like joining them on stage for a tune and and like whatnot, like the and. The worst of us too. They were there. The me- yes. the the message the message is it's like listen like we're out here we're united like we're all here for each other mm-hmm. like we're not here to like stomp on each other. I feel other. like that camaraderie in the scene's coming back up and, right now. Right, and that's that seems to be like the message, especially within the scene. And now we just need you just need the fans to go the same route. It's like oh hey look this band's doing this with this band or and maybe it's why it's so important that. Ozzy's doing the Post Malone and the Ellen John. He's reaching and, out, yeah. Um, that's the first example that came to mind. I but. feel like only he could pull that off, too, though. I mean, look at like Marilyn Manson. Somebody that's going around different tours and shit. Post like. Malone and Elton John. Who else are you going to find that could do that? Acceptance, <laughs> acceptance is a state of mind, and it's one of those things that we need to we need to re encourage and. And then the only other thing is not even necessarily music related. Guys, let's learn how to take a joke again. Yeah. Because I'm way too sarcastic to be politically correct. Touche. I have nothing else for the people, so we'll let Dave sign us off. So, kids, you know the deal. I don't, Dave. Please tell me. Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack is the only place you can find local, national, and international rock, metal, and beer reviews. We do this stuff out of the straight-up love that comes out of our hearts for all three topics uh if you guys tune in we love you if you like what we do feel free to give us some feedback hit us up on facebook the tweeter the insta good any one of them social media suites um and hopefully you guys will be able to tune in next week and and we can continue to woo you with our yeah. wonderful metal woo. sounds woo. but i think that's it for us today kids enjoy your day Behave yourself, drink responsibly. Try Voodoo Ranger, it's really good. And we kind of like you sometimes. Love you, bye. Hasta la taco. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email HMOA6 PACK at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.